What's your favorite comedic sound? Um, this will not be the cold open. I'm just curious. Uh, imagine a cartoon in which someone pulls back an arrow, yeah, and then lets it go, and then when it hits the thing, um, oh. that oh. that is good because it's a funny boner sound effect. <laughs> it's good. It's a good one. Mine is uh. Anytime anything, like, in real world, yeah. whenever anything, like, falls on the ground, for some reason, like, it doesn't, like, when that fell on the ground, like, ha-ha, it fell on the ground, but, like, the sound it made just really got me, and I love the sound of things falling onto the ground. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know why. It just makes me laugh hard. Farts Which, are funny. Farts are always funny. Burps can be, <laughs> burps can be funny. <laughs> it's just funny. You can throw anything on the ground. I'll probably like at least giggle a little bit. Are you familiar with the back rooms? The back. The back rooms. Oh, the back. Yes, I am. The back rooms. The back rooms. How yeah. How did you become familiar with the back rooms? I, I believe it was in high school. Someone showed me like some pictures. That wow, that was from around its creation. Yeah. Because it's not that old. Yeah, I think it was. My, in fact, my senior year, and I have a friend who like is very in on like creepy internet culture and, and creepypasta and... things, and yeah. And yeah, for those that don't know, the back rooms are like originally the original post was just describing like a very liminal space mm-hmm. where it's like yellow shag carpet with also yellow wallpaper also. and then like the fluorescent yellow lights that you hear the faint buzz of. And like it just smells kind of like old and damp and there's nothing on the walls. There's like it, it's just a wide open concept <laughs> space. And there's no escape. It's just that endlessly forever. But recently, have you seen what's been going on with backrooms? Is like people are making it like an SCP of sorts. They're like, this is the backrooms. But it's like a school with a foot of water in it. And they're like, ooh, backrooms. And I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't want to gatekeep. I don't want to gatekeep. Yeah, they're leveling them. They're like, level zero is the backrooms that you know. But level one, oh, that's like, that's like this hotel. No, I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that. I don't want to gatekeep, but like, I don't fuck with that. No. Just, it, it's scary because it is what it is. Yeah. But now it's like, they're level 85, Hello Kitty decor. No, fuck that. That's not good. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Not every liminal space is the back rooms. But like Merlin and I just really went on a tangent. We were both really tired when we were make, making back rooms. I love this. We were like, the DMV, but it's upside down. <laughs> High school history class, but there's two feet of water in there. It's your, it's your kitchen pantry, but it's just really big. You open the door and it's just pantry for, forever. I love it. You could say yeah. any place, but, and then like the dumbest thing, yeah. like church, but there's a horse in there. I was just about to say an elevator, but there's a horse in there. Yeah, an elevator, but there's yeah. a horse in there. It's crazy that we were thinking of just very similar things. Podcast studio, but there's two unfunny guys at the mic. <laughs> <laughs>
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another gentle episode of Anything But Politics. As always, my name is Jim Altman. It hasn't changed, and I'm here with... An old man it has who changed. is brutally addicted oh, no. to cocaine and fudge pops. Sorry? I keep making that sound. Are you farting? <laughs> I'm not farting! <laughs> I'm just getting nervous. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love that, you know... We focus on YouTube and the visual aspect so much. Yeah. We want things to look nice. We want people to go watch us, subscribe on YouTube. But we really make this. But but my point is, we are vastly more popular on audio platforms. Yeah, y'all gotta go over YouTube. We get much more Spotify listens. We get much more Apple podcast listens than we do YouTube views. But that being said, we really don't create a nice auditory environment. What do you mean? We eat Dude, on this that show. Is starting to hurt. I'd I'd, I'd suggest stopping. <laughs> you think it's immediately? Burn? Um, I'm done. I swear. We really don't create a kind auditory environment. No. We eat on this show. We do shit like that. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> we scream into our mics. What are you gonna do about it? Stop listening, please don't. You don't know our address. Yeah, you don't know that I live in. Ni- I love that you do this. <laughs> it's one of my favorite bits that you do. <laughs> Just absolutely fucking dox yourself. Actually, um, doxing is objectively funny. I hope you understand that on Patreon, we're not censoring that. Okay. Oh. Patreon people know where I live. Whatever. Send me stuff. Send me shit. Yeah. Not a, not bombs per se, but like per se. <laughs> if you can get them to the U.S. mailing system, like power to you. But like, I kind of need like a pen. I don't want to joke about this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think you can send bombs like go for it like honestly if you can like with any crime like if you can get away with it do it i mean not do it but like power to you yeah like congrats like i'm not proud of you but I'm you achieved you. defeat yeah i'm impressed anyway uh <laughs> i have some stuff written down okay good so i touched on this the other day when we were talking and i'd like to go into it just a little bit more i title this bit milkshake duck bean dad and the homophobic Star Wars puppet. Oh, that's right. So first, let me look up. We we need a we need a base point. We need a alpha. No, we need a prime. We need a where does it all begin? And we're gonna start with the milkshake duck. So just looking it up, I'm getting the result that in internet culture, a milkshake duck is a person who gains popularity on social media for some positive or charming trait, but is later revealed to have a distasteful history <laughs> or to engage in offensive behavior. Uh, this started when Twitter user Pixelated Boat at Pixelated Boat tweeted, uh, June 12th, 2016, this tweet, it says the whole internet, the whole internet, the whole internet loves milkshake duck, a lovely duck that drinks milkshakes. Five seconds later, we regret to inform you the duck is racist. (laughs) That's good. So that's getting milkshake ducked. Uh, that is a funny tweet from at time of recording like what six years ago oh wow and uh it couldn't be more relevant it's just in internet culture today right no just the speed at which bad things anyone has ever thought appear on the internet like essentially if any fan of a person decides they don't like this person anymore within an hour they can find something on the internet to forever shame that person 
and be like, remember what you said when you were 13? Yeah. Hey, fuck you for that, Mr. 50-year-old gentleman. Swear to God, if anybody finds shit that I said when I was 13, I'm fucked. So, that's Milkshake Duck. Yes. <laughs> that brings us to my first uh, real encounter with Milkshake Duck in real life. Did he, like, bite you or something? Uh, he oh, no, walked up white, to a lemonade mind. stand. Oh. <laughs> no, uh, uh, we love the My Brother, My Brother and Me podcast. Yes. And we were familiar with their old title song that they used for years. Like, I think since their show began, yeah. they used uh, that song. What is it? How does it go? I forget. Uh, really? Yes. It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too not familiar by John Roger. I don't remember it much. So, Bean Dad. Yeah. Refers to musician and podcaster John Roderick, who on January 2nd, 2021, very recent. Wow. Yeah, this happened very recently. This was my first encounter with a milkshake duck in real life. 2021 tweeted a lengthy thread telling the story of when his nine-year-old daughter asked him to open a can of beans, but he insisted that she figure out how to open it herself using a can opener. Nine-year-old daughter? Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Never used a manual can opener before, and he refused to teach her. He said, figure out how to open it yourself. Six hours after she first made the request, she figured out how to use the can opener and opened it. While Roderick tweeted the story as though it were a proud parenting moment, many criticized the story for teaching poor lessons to the daughter, with some going so far as to call it abuse, and others made jokes about the story. The thread also led people to discover some of Roderick's old tweets, which featured problematic statements on a number of topics, leading to podcast My Brother, My Brother, and Me to announce that they would no longer use Roderick's songs, It's a Departure, as the theme song for their podcast. Um, his tweets include the beginning. So yesterday, my daughter, nine, he wanted to go ahead and say she was nine. So yesterday, my daughter, nine, was hungry and I was doing a jigsaw puzzle. So I, uh, shut the fuck up, dude, <laughs> doing a jigsaw puzzle. So I said over my shoulder, make some baked beans. She said, how? Like all kids do, uh, when they want you to do it. So I said, open a can and put it in a pot. She brought me the can and said, open it how? Next tweet. With a can opener, I said, incredulous. She brought me the can opener and we both stared at it. I realized I'd never taught her how to use it. Most cans now have pull tops. I felt like a dope. What kind of apocalypse father doesn't teach his kid how to use a manual can opener? Who describes himself as an apocalypse father? Anyway, no one's sane. That's the answer. So I said, how do you think this works? She studied it and applied it to the top of the can, sideways. She struggled for a while with a big dramatic sigh and said, will you please just open the can? Apocalypse Dad was overjoyed. A teaching moment just dropped in my lap. I said, The little device is designed to do one thing. Open cans. Study the parts. Study the can. Figure out what the can opener inventor was thinking when they tried to solve the problem. The can opener is also a bottle opener, and I explained that that part wasn't relevant. So he already said that part right there. Don't fuck with that. Just fuck with everything else. I went back to my jigsaw puzzle. She was next to me grunting and groaning trying to get the thing. I should say that spatial orientation, process visualization, and order of operations are not things that she intuits. I knew this would be My a challenge. My kid's not good at shit, so. I knew this would be a challenge, but it was a rainy weekend. I was doing my jigsaw puzzle in surprise. I was bored, so I thought I'd fuck with my kid. Eventually, she collapsed in a frustrated heap. I said, explain the parts. She said, this wheel is meant to cut. These gears turn the wheel when you spin the handle. The other wheel looks like it's a gear, but isn't. She couldn't figure out the clamping step, a key element. I said, the tool is made to be pleasing, but doesn't have any superfluous qualities. Everything that moves does so for a reason. 
She said, I hate you. And I'm sure she believes that she does. I said, you understand everything except how the tool addresses the can. She sighed. At this point, she said, I don't want baked beans and marched off. Apocalypse Dad went into full the road mode. Sweetheart, neither of us will eat another <clears throat> bite today until we get into this can of beans. She screamed, ugh, like Lucy Van Pelt. She read a book for a while. Lucy Van Pelt reference. Very timely. Mm. Soon she was back at the can. The top was all dented now, the lip of the can practically, uh, practically serrated from failed attempts. We studied the tool some more. She really wanted it to be oriented up and down or across the top of the can. The sideways orientation is very counterintuitive. She was fixated on orienting the tool in a few configurations and couldn't imagine other possibilities. I compared the can opener to other tools. By now we were working on anger management and perseverance too. She suggested that she open the can with a hammer. There were tears. Finally, she squeezed down on it, and although it was a misfire, a light went off in her head. Many times throughout the day, she'd yelled at me, My brain is fuzzy, I can't think of anything else to try, and all I'd say is, When your brain doesn't work, trust your hands. She felt the tool click over the lip of the can. I saw it in her hands. By this point, she developed a ritual of addressing the tool to the can, uh, starting with it in a vertical axis and rotating it to the horizontal while clamping down. A choreography. She looked at me expectantly, excitedly. After six hours of trying, you don't want to express too much hope. Was this another blind alley? The can had been through hell, label ripped off, dented, sharpened, and burned. A veteran of a thousand psychic wars. She knew, though. She set up again carefully. She brought the swing away to bear on the can of S&W baked beans with the meticulousness <clears throat> of Roger Moore extracting a detonator from an ICBM in The Spy Loved Me. The Spy Who Loved Me. A soft pop resounded in the room, so different from all the other sounds we'd made. She didn't Wee. look up. She knew the action. A little baked bean sauce appeared. She savored each twist until the lid, as I hoped it would, rewarded her by standing perfectly at attention, saluting her effort and ingenuity. She was elated. Uh, I'm proud of her. I know it was infuriating. The swing away can opener is a little voodoo doll for us now. It'll reappear with it as an allegory many times in her life. The only problem is now she wants to open every fucking can in the house. That's the story. Internet ripped him to shreds. What's your opinion? My opinion? Uh, I'd say fucked up. I'd say if you wanted her to learn how to do it, <clears throat> then show her how to do it and leave the you can't have X until Y for something when the X isn't food. When, you're, when your nine-year-old child is hungry, maybe they'll learn better on a full stomach. Feed your kid. Learn the lessons later. Mm. Because you can teach a, you can't do X without doing Y first. Or the lesson is, you gotta learn how to do this by yourself. This isn't something I can help you with. That was something he could help with the whole yeah. time. I definitely don't think it's as harsh a criticism as we need to, like, cancel this man off the face of the internet. I think he also had some bad opinions in the past that definitely pushed it over the edge, and it tied it all together. Yeah. This one offense shouldn't have been his downfall. I was going to say, it's a weird thing to, like, fully enrage over. I don't yeah. Think, I don't think it's abuse. I uh, think no, it's, no, I, think it's, I would not even call it close to abuse. I think it's a case of misparenting. Like, yeah. not Probably not the way to go, yeah. but also, like... To each their own. You can't call it bad parenting. Because it's not a bad lesson. I don't think... 
Yes, it's not a bad lesson. To learn to do things on yourself and not constantly asking for help. Correct. That's, that's a that's lovely an, lesson. That's a great lesson, and it's one that every kid should learn at around the age of like 12 or 13. When you're nine, you're really still Maybe very Maybe not on an empty tummy. That's my thing. The, it really irks me that the whole thing was over food. Yeah. Because you also get more and more frustrated as, as time passes because you're, you're getting more and more hungry. And in a task where he's like, you got to learn to use your brain. Your brain can't work without good food. That's true. Your brain needs food. <laughs> needs food. Yeah. So if, uh, the, if this had been the only offense, absolutely no. Um, there's no reason he should have had a career downfall for that. Yeah. There's no reason the internet should have braided him in such a way. No, I would not call this abuse. I would call it not the world's best parenting. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. I call it a bad situation. It's for sure misguided. I think he probably just got really... Oh, he has great intentions. Like we said, it's a good lesson. Yeah. But maybe not the time, not the place. Well, and I think at some point you have to abandon the lesson. Yeah, maybe... you say, we can teach this lesson another time. Maybe an hour and a half in after she's, you know, kind of collapsed from frustration and exhaustion and hunger, probably. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it's like, okay. Come, let me. You did. Hey, you did good trying. I appreciate your try. You gave it the old college try, and you're only nine, so that's saying something. Uh, we're gonna open this can together. I'll show you how to do it. And the next time you have to do it. And the next time you have to do it. Yeah. And also, maybe we learn a different tool, blind. Yeah. Not the one that gets you food. Yeah. That's what irks me. Yeah. But uh. Not saying I agree or disagree with the internet's assessment on this man. Yeah. I'm just saying that that was my first introduction to a real life milkshake duck where like a ton of people who listen to my brother my brother and me love this guy's song song. good song because to this day like i think we've talked about it on the show before separating the art from the artist yeah um to this day uh it's a departure is an an amazing song that really worked perfectly for my brother my brother and me It it was just good yeah um and then now they don't use that song anymore uh, which is crazy. This is my first experience with the milkshake duck. Now to the most recent. Seth, you said you actually watched this uh, Star Wars puppet. Yeah. There was a puppet, little guy, and he would talk about Star Wars lore, like deep Star Wars lore, debunking uh, what many thought was canon. And he'd be like, no, it's not canon. It's just widely accepted as fact from fans, but like a fan made it up. Like he would just dissect Star Wars lore and everything. It's cool. Now, did you follow the downfall of the homophobic Star Wars puppet? Yeah, I saw it after it all happened and he deleted his account. So where did the homophobia come from? Old tweets? And at the end of the day, it was the puppeteer. Yeah. The puppet did not have its own Twitter and it was like... He doesn't put the puppet on and his hand becomes homophobic. (laughs) He he either did a live, I can't remember, I, I think it was a video, I think he posted a video saying like, Something about, like, the gay agenda and how it's being forced and, like, you know, it is just classic homophobic stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like textbook homophobia. Yeah. Yeah. And then people were like, that's not okay. Yeah, that's not cool. And then he deleted the video and then he kept getting backlash and then I think he deleted his account. It was amazing because the way I learned that any of this was going down, I'd seen the Star Wars puppet for like weeks. I'd seen him for weeks and I saw him grow and grow in popularity like very quickly. He was taking off on TikTok. He was doing numbers, numbers. Uh, And I remember the way that I found out was a video of someone being like, I'm tripping right now. There's a homophobic Star Wars puppet. 
And there are other puppets on TikTok who are dissociating from him and being like, hey, man, that's fucked up. And we just want to make sure that we are not on the on the wrong side of the puppet war. And there were other puppets who were like, yeah, we don't want to associate with him. So we just want to know that we love everyone over here in our puppet territory. Like the whole puppet community was like, like, hey, we don't associate with him. He's not a real puppet. Yeah, he's not a real puppet. Real puppets love everyone. It's all inclusive. Um. So that was the first video I'd ever seen. So then I was like, what? And the second video I saw was the two puppets next to each other. Not the not the homophobic one. He wasn't there. Two other puppets going, hey, we'd like to address what's going on right now. <laughs> puppets! And they were like, we'd like to address what's going on right now. We definitely don't think it's cool. And the actions are inexcusable. Uh, we, we're so sorry for all the hate that uh, you all have experienced through this. And we all just want you to know that this is a safe space and we love you guys. Um, and that guy's an asshole. We don't like him. And I'm like, oh, the puppets. You know, you know, what's not said enough. People fucking rock. People like, do rock. There are some shitty people. Oh yeah. Awful people out there. But like, yeah, so far this episode has been about bad people. Yeah, I'm sorry. But like, no, no, no. But just like the fact that an entire puppet community, right? all these people were like, Let's do puppet videos to like show support and stuff. Like that's just so people rock. We talked very early on in this podcast, like I'm talking first five episodes about the sides of TikTok, mm. like uh, straight TikTok, gay TikTok, frog yeah. TikTok, steak TikTok, puppet TikTok. Puppet. TikTok. What a lovely little community. I need to get on puppet TikTok. Right. I love that. I don't think I follow any other puppet accounts. I don't think I follow any puppet account. I I never followed the Star Wars puppet, unfortunately. Um, I actually want to go on to my, uh, TikTok right now and see what I can find. Um, oh, did you see Burt Kreischer eat shit? Did he fall? Really bad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is it something to laugh at or no? Uh, it is now. Okay, good. Because people falling is funny. Yeah. At the time. Did he make a sound when he fell? Like Homer Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that sounds awful. But like, uh, where's his, just his account? Uh, Bert Kreischer. There we go. And here's the video of the fall. Right now, he doesn't remember. The next thing he remembers is being in bed. Is he drunk here? I don't think so. So, so what's happening in that video is, uh, and, and he, you know, you can find this if you go to Burt Kreischer's TikTok, because I think before he posts the video of him falling, he's talking to Tom, and uh, he's explaining Tom Sigura. Um, they're buddies. They're they're hey, they can have a podcast. Don't yeah. listen to it though. Listen to ours. Um, listen to both of ours at the same. Actually, time. yeah, listen to that one. It's really good. It is really good. But uh, he was explaining that it was just one of those father daughter moments where uh, she had gone in the house and like locked the door, like the glass door. And he was like, open the door. She's like, no. He's like, okay, damn. And there's like two other daughters were outside, yeah. or one of his other. I don't know how many dogs. Young kids. Uh, younger. 
I didn't know he was a father of young ones. Yeah. I thought he had older children. No. That's cool. He, he still has some youngins. Love it. So he was like, he, he goes to his other daughters. He's like, I'm going to go around back. And he starts running. And when he gets that far, um, like, she unlocks the door because he's now running to the back. And she's going to go to that door. So she unlocks that one, which allows the other two daughters to walk in. He turns around, sees they're going in, and goes, oh, perfect. And he runs back, and he just trips up on the one step that leads to his door. He trips on that step, and he just face plants into the wall of his house. Just (gasps) as hard as you can imagine. Like, pure Homer Simpson scream. Oh, God. And again, you can find this video on uh, 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 Burt Kreischer's TikTok account. put it up. We talked about the homophobic Star Wars puppet, and I was like, let me look at my TikTok. I'm sure I have something in my likes that I could talk about. Burt Kreischer. And uh, Burt Kreischer fell. But hey, he's doing all right now. He's doing all right. People falling is so funny. I... Have you seen the kid falling on the slide? It's it's, it's a beautiful image. Maybe. It's it's a beautiful video because you don't see it. Yes, I know. You know the one I'm talking about? It's amazing. Seth, have you seen this? It's this little girl on a slide, and like... The beautiful part of the video is you don't actually see the contact. She's going down the slide. Her feet get a little too much friction. So her butt accidentally lifts off and her whole body just pivots forward. And the camera pans. Because her legs are like kind of spread so it gets on the side of the slide. It's a metal slide, yes? Yeah, so like all the traction just hits. She stops and her body keeps momentum. And the camera pans. And you just hear... <laughs> and that makes it so it's much better so than if funny. we saw the actual fall. There was a moment in we were so we were doing when I was doing theater, we were in a show. Yeah. And um Danelle used to do the meetings out on the stage when we were yeah. when we were practicing on the stage. So yeah. we were all sitting out in the audience and Danelle's up on stage, she is giving directions or she's giving notes. And she's giving notes uh <laughs> Cody's mother is walking behind her, like way far in the back, like behind the stage, yeah. is walking with a giant stack of dresses for, to go in the costume shop. And she's walking, and no one's really paying attention, and like a couple of us look over to her, and as we look over, she steps on one of the dresses, and it pulls her down just a little bit, and she just... And, I mean, eats, dude. Like, <sighs> head bounces, like, boom, boom. No. And like, her like her head bounced and then her legs bounced up under it and she just kind of like flopped for a second. Yeah, bro. When I tell you, we exploded with laughter. We we were like fifteen. We could not stop laughing. And Danelle thought it was like her. Danelle thought it was like she said something stupid that like didn't oh, register yeah. as like a funny thing, yeah. but teens will think it's funny. And she's like, she got mad. Okay. Um, and then she found out that Tammy fell, and um, which I'm assuming didn't make it better. <laughs> no, no. She's like. Y'all didn't laugh at me, so I'm not upset with you anymore. You laughed at her. But you laughed at her falling and really hurting herself, which makes fine. me upset again. She was fine. She actually didn't hurt herself too bad because the dresses were so – she had so many. It kind of well, thank her. God she had something to cushion her fall. It broke her – it broke – it broke her fall. It really cushioned the fall, and that's why she, like, flopped because she wow. almost was like a seesaw. Like, wow. It was so funny. It was so funny. We laughed about it for years. What's your worst fall? You seem like maybe not the most graceful man in the world in terms of standing on your two feet. There was one recently at work. It's yeah. not my worst, but it's a, it's a quick one. I was at work, and I was running up to the person's thing, and it looked like an inclined plane. It just looks like a, a you had like a, you know, one of the basic machines. Yeah. 
And it looked like it was just a ramp that led up to her door. And I was uh-huh. like, cool. Or led up to the stairs that led up to the door. So I was like, cool. So I'm like running up and I just, I'm holding pizza and I just, boom, stub my toe on the step that is covered in the shade and made it look like an inclined plane. Yeah. And I just, I, like the pizza goes out. Yeah. And lands on the ground. I yelled, fuck. So you're not talking about the box. You're talking about the pie. The, the No, the, um, the bag that holds the box that holds the pie. Okay. So Layers. yeah, I yell, fuck. And she comes out and she's like, hello. And I'm like sitting there, like grabbing my foot. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, I just really hurt. And my she was toe. like, she was like, yeah, th- we, you need to call the, um, you need to call my fucking landlord because he won't fix that fucking step. I like she was on your side. Dude, here. she was like rooting for me. I was waiting for this woman to be like, no, on my doorstep. <laughs> You shout these obscenities no. and throw my pizza to the ground. You no. disrespect me. Nope. She was from like New Jersey or something. So oh, she just comes out and like, yeah, that so, fucking step. I've eaten shit on that step for like four fucking years. Wow. Yeah. She was. Oh, well, you think her. she'd learn better. Yeah. Right. So, and I'm like, I'm so sorry because I think your pizza might be ruined. She was like, I don't care. They're like, is your foot okay? And I was like, yeah, Aww. she was so sweet. I loved her. Was your pizza okay? I opened the box. Perfectly fine. I think the way I fell, I like kind of just landed it perfectly yeah. on the ground, and yeah. nothing really shifted. But my worst fall, uh-huh. I've told it on the show. It is the fall that made Leah fall in love with me. Not fall in love with me, but fall in favor with me, I guess. Maybe. It was the moment that she, like, I think I want to date this guy. We're at a pool party, and it was my pool party. Yeah. And she... Did not bring a swimsuit because I forgot to tell her that it was a pool party. So we're all playing That was in the another pool. story that I heard at your wedding. Yeah. We're all playing in the pool and she's just like sitting there on a on a on a uh, lawn or a pool chair, a deck okay. chair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kinda of watching everybody have fun. And I get up to go like talk to her and I say something and then I'm like, Cool, I'm gonna go back into the pool now. <laughs> and uh as I'm going up, a horsefly buzzes around my and I go Dude. Like I scream like a small little tiny girl. I can't I go, believe this is happening. First off, is yep. is I know you've told this story before, yes. but I don't remember any of it. Yeah, which really makes me think that you might have told it a long time ago. Probably a long time ago. But also, part of me thinks that it could be just a couple episodes ago. I think it was a long time. ago. I think it was a long time ago. We're gonna get to the point where we forget what we've told each yeah. other. Retell stories. But my thing is, I feel like the first time I heard this story, I went. Not a horse fly. I can't deal with things buzzing around my... I love watching YouTubers, like, Let's Players replay a game now that they played in, like, 2016. Like, uh, Jack is currently replaying Until Dawn. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing seeing him, like, yeah, something happens on screen. He's like, oh, gosh. And then he'll say something because that's the way his brain works. Yeah. And then in 2022, here he is. That scene happens and he goes, oh, gosh. And then he says the exact same thing, not realizing he's yeah. repeating himself I because that's the way his brain works. He's yep. still wired to remember this memory or remember this story from the stimuli that he's being presented with. So you're telling the story and I'm essentially hearing it for the first time. Yeah. And I, I think I might be repeating myself and saying, I can't fucking yeah. deal with things buzzing around my head. It's the worst. Like, it's I'm really not awful. okay with butterflies. Okay, I fuck with butterflies because they don't make a sound. No, I fuck with butterflies, but like, I mean, if it just if it very quick, like if I didn't know it was there and it makes itself known by appearing a foot in front of my eyes. Oh well, yeah, I'll jolt. I'm jumping into the pool. Yeah, I'll jolt. A fly, a beetle that took flight. Beetle. 
Like just yeah. <laughs> anything that can buzz being within like a mm, 15 foot radius of me, I don't fuck with. Yeah. So a horsefly comes near you. Yeah, horseflies buzzes. Horsefly buzzes around my face, and I go, "Oh, I gotta jump in the pool." Yeah. And I get up to jump, and I like go to jump in the pool, and I, the one foot I was gonna jump off just like slips right underneath me because it was there was water that I had just stepped. I had just gotten out of the pool, stepped all over, got water all over the deck, went to talk to Leah, then went to go back, and there's water now where I'm standing. Yeah. So I go to jump, and it just comes out when I slip, and I. Face plant on the deck. Yeah. And I was like, Oh God, I can feel it. Yep. I can feel that. And I was like, in that moment, I was like, wow, I really thought I was going to be able to date this girl. And, uh, yeah, it's over. Lost my chance. Yep. Lost my chance. So I stood up and I was like, everyone's laughing. Cause it was objectively hilarious. Yeah. And I just like climbed down the ladder into the pool and just kind of hang out. Yeah. Yep. And then I found out later. She's like, yeah, that was the moment that I was like, I think I want to date that guy. Oh yeah. Very nice. What was your, what's your dirtiest fall? Gosh, I don't think I've had a lot of bad ones. Um, I guess most socially embarrassing would be the two I had at Sonic. Because um, <laughs> so I am on roller skates. They're so funny. But only one time I ever dropped food. Mm. The other time I had two drinks, but like my legs flew up from under me. I limped straight on my ass and the drinks were fine. Yeah. Oh, wow. I was right by the driver's side door yeah. and I was just like, and I did the rest of the transaction from a seated position on the ground. I didn't even stand back up. I was yeah. just like, we're going to do this, and then you're going to drive, and well, then, I, then I'm going to get up. Yeah, it was safe. You had it safe. Everything was fine. You're not going to jeopardize by trying to get up on roller skates, because that's hard to do. Yeah. Because you have to apply a lot of pressure to get yourself up. Yes. So the, the worst thing possible would be to land it perfectly. The drinks are fine. You go sick. You go to jump, and you just <laughs> and then slam the drinks on the ground. Exactly. So the rest of the transaction happened from a seated position. That's good. Smart, Jim. But, uh, yeah, just make it seem like I meant I wanted to be done here. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> here's your Coke. Um, <laughs> and then the other time, it was they had food. I, did, I don't think I fell. I think I might have tripped. Hmm. I don't, I'm not sure I hit the ground. Oh, you just But some of their food did. Like, it one happens. order of wings. The rest of their food was fine. I remade the wings. It was fine. Good. Everything played out. I got a concussion in middle school playing hockey. There you go. You play uh, hockey? Floor hockey. Just as a fun That's little cool. gym time activity. I gotcha. That's it's cool. gym. People are off doing their own things. It's gym. Yeah, sure. And I'm I'm playing floor hockey. I love that. And uh, someone just kind of puts their stick in front of my feet. Bitch. And my feet uh, were where my head went. And my head was where my feet go. That's rough. And gym class is really hard to fall. And... Uh, it was just a wooden gym floor, so. And then, and then I got a concussion. That's rough. I, in terms of storytelling, I much prefer telling interesting stories, and none of my falls are. That's yeah. the thing. I need a better fall. I need a good fall. I need to fall you good. Go out there, I can like push you or something. It could be. I'd like to tell Jace's story because he didn't fall, Please. but damn, did he hit his head? Uh, we were at his pool. <laughs> we were at his pool. And uh, just a couple of dudes being guys. Uh, we're all impressioning each other, doing stupid dives. Yeah. <sighs> and he said, uh, I'm going to do something we've all done. Uh, we we all had all done it, which was a dive with no hands. Hands by the side. <laughs> jump headfirst into the pool. Bro, it hurts to think about. Oh, God. He dives in, sinks straight to the bottom. And without his arms in front of him, the first thing to make contact with the pool floor with his head with a conk. 
I'm sure it rattled about. Did you hear it from outside the pool? No. Do you think you would have heard it if you had put your head underwater? He submer- you hear a splash, and then he comes up, and it's just, I need help. Help, that's right, I remember this story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it help. just the word help? Help, it was just help. I need, I need help. Oh, I thought it was just help. <laughs> he comes out, and he, you know how you need to wipe your eyes first? Yes. You can't just, oh, you're a monster if you can just open your eyes after submerging from water. Yeah. No he emerges from water and he just goes, just it, it's the second his <laughs> lips touched air. He went, I need help. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, so I mean, good. quite immediately. You know how Tom and Jerry like bonk and then like a. Yeah. Yeah. That happened in real life <laughs> with his forehead. He became a unicorn. It was terrifying. It was terrifying Dude. because. I don't, I, I'd never seen it in real life. Yeah, you can't hit your head that hard. Yeah. I don't know you. what that is. What is that? What is that a response to? It's, um, it's, it's just as an egg, but we put it Right. It is here, too. But what is the body, like, why is the body reacting in it that way? It is for a protection of the skull. Basically. Is it blood? Yeah, everything. Just rush it to that area as quick as it can. To, like, sense. guard from another blow. Yeah, because it thinks someone's beating the shit out of Jace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was Jace that beat the shit out of Jace. Um, like, the, the muscle, like, expands, and then, like, blood rushes to it, and then that's why there's a huge, like, really tender bump. Um, but sometimes, um, you can, like, kind of crack the skull. Yeah. But, like, not actually, like, do anything to it, but the inflammation can then break it. Yeah. Because it pushes against So the Merlin went full dad mode and was just like, so where's the nearest hospital? Nice. He was like, so where's the nearest hospital? <clears throat> um, and here are all these dudes just like, oh, he doesn't need, doesn't need hospital. Oh, he he can walk. It'll buff out. Yeah. I got ice on his head. I was like, okay, you need to sit. Don't lie down and don't get up. You need to just stay where you are. And I was like, can you, like, see, the, like, how many fingers I had? Like, I was doing everything. Can you follow like, my finger? Yeah, follow my finger. And he, he, luckily, he was okay. But I was, like, doing everything to be like, do you have a concussion? Is your brain bleeding right now? Because, like, yeah, I worked in a school um, very recently to, to when I came and visited. Because it was, like, one of my first times coming to visit. Do you have a picture of it? Yeah, we have a picture. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it was so, I mean, it was so fast. That appeared very quickly. He came out of the water, and by the time, like... He was out of the pool. By the time he was out of the pool and sat down... It was, it was there. I'm not sure I want to put this one up. Just for some people might not want to see it. It's rough to look at. Why? Poor buddy. Why did he... How did he get him on the forehead that low? If he dove in, did he, like... Uh, the bottom of his pool has the deep end and then a ramp. That's right. It's got an incline up to the shallow end. So I think he just hit it at a weird angle. (laughs) I need help. (laughs) It's so funny, dude. Perfect word. I need help. (laughs) (laughs) And I love, it wasn't panicked. It wasn't pained. It was such a deadpan. I need help. Sounded like he had a problem with a trouble with a math problem. Or he something. didn't sound scared. He didn't sound upset. It was just totally deadpan, and that's what kills me. It's just so weird. I need help. Good stuff. Great stuff, man. Oh my god. 
Oh, I gotta get home. Leo got a Costco membership. <laughs> we have a Costco membership. And she went shopping, and there's a shitload of food. Oh, growing up. I love it. They're not expensive. Yeah? No. And it's good stuff, too. And it's like ah, We don't have a Costco near us, do we? Damn. Do you have like a Sam's Club? Yeah. That's honestly just as good. Yeah. Costco's a little bit more. I, get a, I think I get a discount. Do you really? Walmart. Oh, because it's a Walmart partner. Yeah. You should. You Sam Walton. Sam's Club? That's right. Walmart. That's right. Anyway, sorry. Hey, man. Hey, dude. Hey, man. It's great to just be able to, at any moment, at the drop of a hat, pick up a book and just rifle through it. A lot of interesting stuff in there. Okay. But hey, man, not all of us live in a library. It's not that easy. That is in English. You just used an English one. Oh, shit. Try to find one in a different language. Okay. Anyway, uh, not all of us live in a library. We can't just always pick up books. They're not that easily accessible. Cunt. <laughs> uh, you find the English one again. Maybe turn a page. Try turning a page. Okay. New chapter? So, uh, <laughs> we just want to... This is an ad. So, uh, so... Cunt! But, Audible slash... Sorry. <laughs> I just... I, I know where you can find thousands of readily available titles. Some typically hidden behind paywalls. That you can use the one month Audible free trial for as long as, uh, as well as their premium credit for one of those books you typically have to pay for. I got one. By going to audibletrial.com slash ABP. That's audibletrial.com slash ABP for thousands of uh, uh, audiobooks and podcasts and the like. Maybe one like How to Swear Around the World. For instance, in Dutch, Zoon van een kunt camel. And? Son of a camel cunt. Wow, that is a real cultural... Yep. Th- that is a curse that they throw out. Just just like that. Just throw that out in Dutch? Dutch, yeah. Zoom so that is... Camel. Wow. Yeah. The more you know. I would say check out audibletrial.com slash ABP to support the show. Thank you to Audible for supporting this episode. Thank you, guys. Ooh, Lelo Ma, you... Mm. Le- I'm going to say it like an English person, so it'll be ignorant sounding. Cunt. Lelo... <laughs> <laughs> we want to say a huge thank you to absolutely everyone for watching and listening it means the absolute world to us that you do we want to say a huge thank you to 353 studios for uh, allowing us to record in this beautiful space as well as salty salty productions for uh well producing us we want to uh thank audible for sponsoring this episode no really thanks audible for sponsoring this episode uh how long have i been looking at the wide cam and you're on this shot Come down on it. Wanna thank you. Come down. Thank you. For being here. Check out Patreon. Lord knows what's on it by now. And this has been the first four episodes of the uh, of the season. We hope you enjoyed. We'll see you next week. Bye everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right, apologies. We have one more set of thank yous. This was recorded the day before the episode went out. So I just wanted to say thank you to Jessica and Jamie, our patrons. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. And everyone else, you know where the Patreon link is, so check that out if you want some bonus behind-the-scenes content. I'm not farting!